Hello everyone and welcome to Going 19 episode 22. In this episode we start part 4 of It from Stephen King covering chapters 13, 14, and 15. I am Ed. With me are Allie and Amber. Let's start the show. Going 19, episode uh, 22, I think. Let me try it again. Going 19, episode 22. <laughs> the, the apocalyptic rock fight. Um, the book, what was that called? The album. And the smoke hole. And Eddie's bad break? I didn't do that one. That's what I asked you yesterday, and you said, yeah, those chapters. The first three, <laughs> I thought you said. I said chapters 13 through 16. Well, I can do it from memory if you want. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. That's fine. Allie, did you read 16? <laughs> yes, I because did. I told her you said yes. <laughs> oh. I guess maybe I, mean, I should read my text messages more carefully. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you said the first three, but... Whatever. Not at all. Chapter right. 13 through 16. Right. Wait. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll count wrong. No, whatever. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, Wait, I mean, we can do 16 next time. I don't think it's a big deal. No, yeah, that's fine. I mean, if you already read it, just at least we don't have to read that part for next time. Exactly. So it'll still only be like three chapters for next time because you already read the one. Yeah. Well, plus the um, interlude. Right. So it'll be two chapters and the interlude next time. Wait, two or three? Are we doing 16 this time or not? (laughs) Okay. We are not, but you have already read 16, so it'll be like doing two chapters next time. Oh. Although the assignment for two weeks from now is three chapters in the interlude. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, teacher. Right. No curve. Um, all right. Any thoughts? Rock fight. I guess we're starting with. Mm, the first thing I wrote down, and I don't remember specifically what made me think of it. I think they're talking about Pennywise feeding on emotion. But uh, are Crimson King, Pennywise, and like you know, like Dandelo? Do you think they're all the same kind of species? Because they all seem to kind of feed on emotion. Pennywise and who? Crimson King, and then I also thought of uh, Dandelo, or I think that's how you pronounce it. But uh, yeah, I know exactly what part you're talking about because I did the same thing <laughs> for Dandelo. Um, I think maybe not. Yeah. I just think maybe not as much Crimson King, but certainly it reminded me of Dandelo. I mean, I don't know if it's a fan theory or something we just decided to make true or what, but uh, I mean, Penny Dash is, Penny, damn, I can't even say it. Penny <laughs> Wise is from Toadash, right? Yeah, I mean, I, when we get to that part uh, in the smoke hole, it describes something, uh, I highlighted it. Outside so we, of everywhere or something like that? Yeah, he comes from outside of everything, yeah, before anything, so it's like, oh, you mean the in-between? <laughs> yeah, never heard that before. Take it that's something from Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll move. We'll move on from that. But um, 
Wait, what was your point, Ember? That uh... Dandelo and Pennywise are probably the same species. They probably both come from Toadash, too. Well, yeah, they do. do. Yeah. They do. All right. So I guess we start with uh, Mike. Yeah, every time I see Henry doing something to one of them, I'm like, I mean, this is not a normal 13-year-old. He, I guess he actually has lost his mind at this point, just like his dad. Yeah, uh, I don't think I realized that quite so much at the beginning, but like the more that we learn about his life and the more that we see other people recognize how insane he is, I'm like, yeah, these, he's not okay. <laughs> yeah, he's starting to go, uh, hold up, dude, this time. <laughs> these are not normal reactions that like a 12, 13 year old would have to outside forces. So it's just like, yeah, yeah there's no, something not right. His dad beats his ass and his dad's legitimately, you know, insane. So, I mean, that's the behavior he knows, right? But he, he uh, but at the same time, he's taking it way too far. Yeah. Well, everybody in Derry is probably going through some shit. Like, it's not like it's a happy place. <laughs> it never was. Yeah, I was just watching. I usually, when I read, like, in the morning before the podcast, I put the movie on. The, <laughs> uh, the new one this time. And it was, it showed uh, Henry when he's trying to carve his name into uh, Ben's stomach. And they're like two old people in the car riding by, and like they're screaming that. at them yeah. to help, and they're just looking at them, and they look away, and they don't do a damn thing. But yep, that's yep. there. Mm. They I also. A, yeah. What? I was just gonna say, like, uh, they they go, we go in a little bit into Victor's like mind here too, and I'm like. I, I fully understand how like that group dynamic works, especially when you're teenagers and like one person can kind of, you have this uh, fear almost that you have to do what they say or, you know, the bad things will happen. But it, like still seems, it still seems insane that he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like this is too far now. Like, come on. But all the other stuff has been fine. <laughs> actually, is it, it was Vic that won it out, right? Like, um... Oh, yep. Yeah, well, and of course uh, the other kid that Peter Gordon who didn't really wasn't with them. Yeah, we'll get to that. Peter Gordon and the other guy, Moose. Like why <laughs> would you why were you um, even there? You don't belong here. Get out. Yeah, um, it's like this normal bullying is fine, but as soon as it gets to like actually bodily harm, Victor's like, Hey, there's a moral ground that we're like <laughs> crossing here. Maybe don't <laughs> You know, lunch money is one thing. Carving initials and stomachs is another. But they've been doing more than stealing lunch money for a long time. That's my point. It's not like they've been doing light crime. <laughs> yeah. Um. What have they been doing? Just like punching and yeah, beating up people, but never yeah, to the extent okay. of like. Yeah. Breaking bones or drawing blood or severing appendages from bodies. <laughs> I thought that I think that goes partly at least back to Butch Bowers. I mean that's what Henry knows. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but although I guess most bullies don't actually want confrontation, so most wouldn't actually swing at you unless they were cornered themselves. So. Or unless I mean, they're insane, like Henry Bowers. Well, that's what I say. You can see how Henry's starting to break with reality. Real, well, yeah. He left reality a couple chapters ago. He also I don't know who's ever in it. Honestly, first time we see short, him, 
I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm good. First time we see him, he's crazy, I think. When's his oh, first yeah. appearance? Is his first appearance in the night? You know, it's it's Ben, right? It's the first time we see Henry? When he's trying to cheat off him and he's... I can't I think say so, that's yeah. the first time, but that's, I think that's the first time we hear about him bullying them. Right, okay. So, I mean, he was a little normal in the very beginning, but it went downhill really fast. I don't even yeah. think that was normal, that he should... Because Ben was afraid for his life because he didn't let him cheat off of him. That's true. Seems like an overreaction. <laughs> that's what I was about to say, is he has such a short fuse, and obviously he's not going to take responsibility for anything he does, so it's just like, it's a horrible, bat. like, uh, oh my god, um, it was a combination, but like one that's about to explode. He's definitely uh, exploding. Um, oh. I also like anything? that uh, I was going to say King I think it's Peter Gordon that actually says it maybe it's Victor but where he says too far in all caps like that's the difference between normal bullying and too far bullying oh yeah it? that was Victor when Victor he was like you're, you're not going to hit him with an M80 right like you're not going to actually kill him right? Uh, right yeah the cherry bomb's okay with the M80 well M80 will probably kill him but King actually, actually says, like, too far, all in caps. Like, that's how Victor's thinking about it. Like, that's the line. <laughs> well, at least he has a line, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Everything's short of murder. <laughs> but he knew full well, okay, in a court of law, they'd still be guilty. He knew Victor, or that Henry was unhinged and that he wanted to go after these kids and that he had these cherry bombs. So you can't say, I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, they're guilty by association, just by being there and not trying to stop it. <clears throat> I almost feel bad for Vic, because I know how that turns out for him. Like, he seems partly human in this uh, part. Uh, but not totally. Yeah, I'm surprised by that, because I still feel no sympathy for him. <laughs> I, I felt a little bit. I felt like he wanted to get out, but then again, it's... You know, he didn't get out, and he clearly should have, and he knew it. So, you know, it's his own damn fault. When when you know it's going bad, you do nothing about it, then you can't complain about what happens. Isn't there a quote about that? Like, I'm sure. Something about if you do nothing, it's just as bad. I can't remember what the boards are. I'm butchering that, but choosing not to make a choice is making a choice. Something it's like just as bad. <laughs> Uh, the Nebold Street Church School. Is there anything that's not on Nebold Street? Yeah, I know. I just picture this whole town is like on one street. <laughs> yeah, and a big old like the Marston House or the, or and the Jackson. Dark Tower House Jackson. in the middle. Oh yeah, that's where the sewer is. <laughs> um, I know they say other street names, but I'm just like, okay, which from Jackson Nebold? That's that's all this town is. If you look up. A map of dairy it really is like that's it there's like four streets it's not big <laughs> like mike believed if he uh his father had been well treated as far as he could see and he believed that he would be treated well if he treated others the same way the exception to this rule of course was henry bowers i'm surprised it's only henry bowers because dairy's not the nicest place yeah, so Henry goes all full-on racist, so I'm not even going to, like, read any of that. Yeah, um, there's a lot of that in these chapters where I'm like, it's it's hard reading, honestly. Yeah, and I know he was writing it at a different time, and this is supposed to be even further back than that, but at the same time, that's just, like, excessive to the point of 
I mean, I get what you. I mean, it's the way they would have acted then. I get that, but you know, yeah. maybe you don't have to be so realistic about it. Yeah. Uh, and and again, and you know, in '86, maybe it was okay to say that. I don't remember. Well, the thing is, he's realistic about everything, so I, I do think it's unfair to expect him to not be unrealistic about that. But yeah. it's just, it's not something that we do see, you know, purposefully and thankfully. So to see it is very jarring. Yeah, between this one and the, the like, both the books, the last two books we've read have been set in the fifties, so they're very racist. Yeah, but like, think about that one. Like, that had that didn't. It was awful to think about, but it didn't make me feel uncomfortable like this because that was written in 2011. <laughs> the racism in 11:22:63 didn't make you comfortable. <clears throat> no, I'm not saying it didn't make me uncomfortable. Like, I'm okay with it, but it didn't. Like, it, it, like some of these sections, I'm like, I almost felt like I shouldn't be reading. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, it offended okay. me that much, and I'm white. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, 112263 is just kind of the way they were and mold about in society where I guess you'd say it was it was uh, an undercurrent of racism where this one it's right in your face and he's mad and he like wants to do him harm. So it makes it that much worse. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're not. I'm not even going to. Well, I'm not saying that. that it shouldn't even be in this book that's not really my place to say i think it does serve a purpose but it's not easy to read um and i think too it's like it's not just henry like yeah henry his serves a purpose but just the the general undercurrent of a lot of the adults in the town has that tone and it's just yeah. why like what purpose does that serve i mean this is only what thir- 30 years after the fire at the black spot so <laughs> i mean these people are still alive probably the people that burned them all down it was what 33 yeah. right or 29 one of them 29 yeah stock market was 29 too so a lot of people <laughs> For unhappy. some reason, my first thought was, yeah, that was Pennywise's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. He's been here for a million years, at least. Um, yeah, that I didn't remember either. I'm like, oh, so we were trying to track from when he got there, like maybe thinking the 17, 1600s. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Much longer. <laughs> before the written record, before uh, man. <laughs> before yeah. dinosaurs, even. I was... Yeah. Like, who was it? Henry's dad had uh, his tractor blew a rod. His good arrow got busted in the north field. He got a boil on his neck, which became infected. Had to be lanced. Then became infected again. Had to be removed surgically. Started using his valley gotten money to undercut Butch's prices. So they lost the sale. I guess that's like uh, stuff they sell from the farm. So yeah, that guy, Henry's dad had a bad year. I can see why he's blaming everything on uh, the neighbors. No, I don't see well, why it's well, not on the name. I don't mean that it's okay, but I can see why they have the the anger they do. Right, especially of, being so ignorant. Yeah, I mean, the, the, he's already racist, so he hates them for that. So, and then the fact that they're doing good and he's not uh, just feeds into it. And now you know why the dog died, I guess, because all that. So that's, that's what all this really is: is explaining what got Henry to the place. To kill uh, Mike's dog. 
think. Well, and just why he was so angry at him and like, I don't remember exactly how the um, rock fight chase started, but like he seemed like when he saw him, he wanted to kill him. Like that was it. <laughs> how did he get on Mike? They saw him. Uh... They just saw him walking. Remember, Mike was walking to the rehearsal and he had no idea that they were there just goofing off or whatever. Right, they were following him for like 100 yards or something. Because he was like, this kid is fast, so we got to sneak up on him. Like a hunter. It's it, it's awful. Yeah, well, and by the way, Henry is still the world's worst fighter. Yeah, right. Every fighter well, lucky he has fighter? friends. <laughs> What'd you say, Adam? I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. You said world's worst fighter? Yeah, as in he every fight he gets in in this book, he gets his ass kicked. Uh, that's fair. I think like that the... that also serves a purpose, though, to show, like, yeah, being a bully doesn't get you very far because you're still mm-hmm. gonna lose. <laughs> Everybody still fights back. <laughs> Crime doesn't pay, man. <laughs> it was also um, just so awful. Like, like at one point, I think it was Peter Gordon, he was like, hey man, you're not fa- fighting fair. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right? Yeah. Even the character, I forget who it was, was like, what? What do you mean fighting fair? Yeah, <laughs> Mike was like, uh, one against five? That's fair to you? Yeah, that's what he was like. Uh, or he thought it. I don't know if he said it. Like, yeah. If I'm yeah, in a situation where I have to like use physical violence, there's no fair. <laughs> it's gonna be to win and get out of the situation. That's the. It shows the absurdity of it. Like, obviously, Gordon and Moose had no, and they should have known what they were in for. I don't know. Maybe they don't know Henry, but they didn't know what was gonna happen. Like when he sticks the needle and gauges neck, he's like, no fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> yeah. I love that. They just want to kill so you. creepy and almost, you almost feel bad for him. Nope. Uh, um, and that, no, they also, mentioned that Noah's son, Ham, looked at his father again. They do that a lot. Is that this book where they keep saying that? That's why, like, that black what? people are, that's why black people are, uh, I don't know what the word is, second class citizens almost, because. Yeah, they did bring that up in this book. I think it but this is like the third or fourth time, isn't it? Oh, I just like it saw keeps that. coming up. I don't. I don't. I don't um, think it's mentioned. I don't. Like is that don't something people that. actually believe? Because I think we've been hearing it a lot. I've know. never heard that before. Except I knew for the this story, book. but I, I didn't ever hear it taking uh, that being the basis of a whole uh, argument for racism. I guess is the way to say that. I mean, I would imagine it's not a big leap to uh, say that religion can, um, uh, what's the word, cause hatred? <laughs> right? Cause, yeah. cause, geno- cause genocide? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the story was something like he got drunk and, like, they didn't look at him, but someone did. I mean, in the book, and I think. I mean, the Bible blacks doesn't have... Good as... It said, blacks weren't as good as whites because Noah's son, Ham, looked at his father while he was drunk and naked, and Noah's other two boys cast their eyes aside. So the sons yeah. of Ham were condemned to be hewers of wood and drawers of water. I guess a hewer of wood is fancy for woodcutter. Yeah, I've never heard that hewer. Let me um, tell you the amount of new words I've learned from this book. <laughs> I think if I remember right, and I could be wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway, that one of his daughters had sex with him while he was passed out or something, and there was some kind of baby thing. There. I don't know. Unless that was a different time Noah passed out. It's all fiction out. anyway, so. <laughs> Noah, liked to, Noah had, uh, 
habit of passing out <laughs> drunk, apparently, and naked. <laughs> and he was in charge of all of humanity? Right. <laughs> this is the guy that we trusted to get two of everything? <laughs> and how big is that boat? Two of everything. Does that include, like, gnats and mosquitoes? Like, he could have left them. <laughs> Maybe some of the alligators. I got way too many deer around. We didn't really. But we got them. stink bugs and cicadas. <laughs> yeah. And we got lanternflies showed up from China this year. Yeah, you guys have them bad in Pennsylvania. I haven't seen any down here. I oh. don't even know what that is. <laughs> so they came yeah, off. The, they came off the boat in Pennsylvania. Is what you're saying? <laughs> They're like these like little. Uh, they call them Japanese lanternflies, right? They look like little moths, almost like red and white moths. It looks like a moth with a big like red dot in the middle. Which makes it look like a little like hanging lantern because of the shape of the wings. Yeah. Uh, they were I've never seen them before, and they're everywhere this year. Or they were. <laughs> and I heard that like you know, some idiot was bringing their smuggling their uh, pet lantern fly over here, and you know they got loose, and that was the end of that. So it's uh, Ooh, it's an it's a pet fly. <laughs> well, lantern. I'm being a little facetious on that. I think it. What they said, uh, like it probably like got out and like attached to the side of the boat and just went for a ride across the ocean with nobody knowing. Uh, or like in a shipping container or something. Right, a shipping ship, shipping, shipping ships. <laughs> Did you just see that meme? Yeah, well, that's, that's that's one of my favorites. That's <laughs> and it, it, I have to read it like twelve times. Ago. All right, yeah, they said it right. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're checking at each word. You're like, it yeah. still checks out. I'm checking all the shippings to make sure they're necessary. <laughs> it's like shipping, 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 ship, shipping, 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 shipping. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I was just reading that part too. I, okay. I thought Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know because Mike lives next to Henry. No, yeah, so that's he, what he said. Like he would have seen him all the time. Does he chase him every time he sees him? Um, I think. Well, or did something happen right before that? He had him mad already. I don't. Yeah, I think something had him stirred up, but it doesn't take anything to get him stirred up, so it doesn't really matter. That's what I said. Right. He just like he's very quickly losing his mind. Yeah. I think his mind's gone because he's willing to commit murder at any point so far in this book. That's very so, true, yeah. I mean, if he'd have caught Mike, I think Mike would have been dead just like them. Oh, for sure. And, and Mike, Mike knew that too. Yeah. yeah and, and Henry's all damn the consequences. He's not even thinking about consequences. He doesn't care. Which He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I why he ended up in Juniper Hill and not Shawshank, I guess. We're not gonna do that section this time, but the, do you remember what he does with like uh, the shopkeeper when he's about to hurt Eddie? No. What do you do? Okay, so nothing. We'll get to that next time. But Henry doesn't care. <laughs> okay. You could tell me. <laughs> totally gonna get the clip notes. Um. <laughs> he just threatens him. Like he, the guy comes out to try to stop him from hurting him, and he's like. Shut up and go inside now. And he listens oh, and to him. Yeah. Well, and he, uh, he shoves him too. Which, oh, yeah, a visual description him. of like a 12, 13 year old kid being taller than a grown adult, I'm like, how how big is Henry? Like, good lord. Yeah, that's true. He must be pretty big. Well, Mr. Keen, well, no, he still had another 30 years. It's not years, Mr. Keen. It? It's uh, uh, the, the candy store. store. Oh. 
Mr. Today, Get in a drugstore. Doesn't something. Mr. Keen rat him out? Like he That's always first. Does. You'll read it. <laughs> yeah, I guess That's I do. Have I guess I have to brush up on that. Uh, all right, so let's keep it going. So, rock fights coming. Oh yeah, I wrote Dandelo and Chud. So, yeah. uh, Chud Amber was what I was saying. That book later that came out, it was they did a ritual of Chud near the end to get rid of a, like a ghost or something. I'm like, wait a oh, minute. Oh, his book? Yeah. Oh, the book okay. is called Later. So you know, it's like a paperback. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got it for me, didn't you? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it wasn't that great. It was Stephen. Wasn't Stephen King? I'd have put it down after like five pages. <laughs> it, it was almost like it leftovers that he couldn't get out of his head, so he had to write it yeah. out. Yeah. They do the ritual of Chud. Yeah. What? I... But the he book. was sober when he wrote that one, so it's like, what is it with you in this ritual? <laughs> I think he likes a ritual where people laugh themselves to death. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the book said uh, the others. Yeah. You overlap tongues, and then you both hit in, both bit in all the way, so you were sort of stapled together, and then you started telling jokes and riddles, and whoever laughs first loses. I'm with Richie, isn't it? Richie said, how the hell do you tell jokes with your tongue wrapped around a bit into someone else? The oh, no. uh, telling... Richie proved you could do it. Never mind, it was different. The telling jokes and, and riddles made me think directly of uh, Blaine from... Was um, that Wastelands? Or Drawing of the Three? Blaine? Uh, oh, it made me think of Dandelo, telling jokes until you die. I guess Blaine falls in that category, too. Yeah, except for his is like, don't you have to make him laugh to survive? Dandelo or Blaine? Blaine. You have to stump him. Oh, you have to stump him. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Eddie's jokes work because they don't make no sense and there's no. Yeah. <laughs> um, More Dark Tower stuff. <laughs> right. No spoilers. Oh, so, I'll, I'll read it one of these days. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to it uh, at some point if you're still interested. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Oh, real quick. Uh, one thing I said. I'm oh, all sorry. Go ahead. Ben, wait, Beverly. Oh, and Beverly began to shriek with laughter. Uh, I think Ben I screamed saw with that. laughter. Yeah. They do a lot of screaming and shrieking. Just saying. Uh, say like we need to do a fun stuff. Uh, because I saw Chino pants again. Never seen them anywhere but in a Stephen King book. Although I did see an actual pair for sale this week. I was going to say, female pants should not exist. They're just like khakis, I think, as far as I can tell. Uh, everybody wears them in Stephen King book. <laughs> Sterile blackberry bushes to the left. Orange eyes staring at them. For, oh, and Pennywise is, is staring at them uh, with the rock bite. Uh, what the hell is a <laughs> sterile blackberry bush? I don't understand that. So it can't reproduce? No berries on it, maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Can't even really call it a blackberry bush at that point. That so that's the one in my front yard. Still don't have any blackberry. Thorns <laughs> everywhere. I don't know why. Out of all the creepy stuff in this book, just the thought of these giant eyes watching them freaked me out so much. I just <laughs> like them having no idea that he was there. I was just like, ooh, oh well, no. I think 
I think that's what it is, is because normally he makes his presence pretty damn clear. So like, yeah. this is just, this is like he's stalking them. <laughs> Which he probably does anyway, but we're not usually aware of it. Well, he, he yeah. feeds off the fear and the anger, so he doesn't want the rock fight to stop, but he definitely wants to check it out. If he makes himself known, the rock fight's over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was reading that, going, oh, so Pennywise is staring at him, and then at the end, it's like, each eye more than two feet across like wait what what did i read that right yeah right i had to do that too like you said i can't believe they're yeah it's, it is how do you not see yeah so that makes some giant ass eyes hanging in the air just watching them that's yeah. like uh some mordor sauron shit there you guys know what that is yeah mm, lord of the ring yeah yeah he's, he's like a big giant eye every time you see him oh yeah 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 um Okay. Mike starts to do the uh, predestination. Maybe none of them were entirely their own masters in the events of that summer. Luck and free will played parts, then their roles would have been narrow. I don't really know what that well, part means. Sorry, what did you say? I said, I don't know what that part means. Why would their roles have been narrow? Oh, because if it was up to them, they'd have got the hell out of there? Or not. Wait, well, what was the quote again? If luck and free will had played parts, then their roles would have been narrow ones, or had been narrow. Oh, if, okay, never mind, I read that wrong. If luck and free will had played parts, then their roles had been narrow ones. Luck and free will were not much of a factor in what they had to do, I guess. Mm. Uh, well, I was thinking mm-hmm. that too. Like, I mean, obviously, this is being set up so that they can meet and help Mike. But, like, the fact that they tried to go to the dump first, and then they were like, oh, man, of course he's here. Well, I guess we'll just go somewhere else. Like, they knew they were going to the barn. If if he hadn't been there, then uh, they could have easily just been at the dump all day, and Mike would have died, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that at that point, they already knew they wanted to go to the barns. I don't even know why he bothered trying to act like they wanted to go to the dump. There's dogs and chopper and whatever the dog's name was <laughs> it's not uh the body <laughs> right sick balls chopper <laughs> um henry was used to dominating and terrorizing the little shits but since march he had been balked by them time and time again maybe that's part of the problem they keep getting away so he keeps getting madder and madder because they keep kicking his ass every time they have a confrontation yeah, I wonder if it coincides at all with like sightings that they've been having and their experiences. Like, it gives them maybe more confidence and like, you know, like you're crazy, but you're not that as bad, I guess. Even though it kind of is. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, and on this page, it says what ver- what worried Vic. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. What worried him simply was this: Henry might go too far. Uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, might too go too far. far. Right. I think Henry already went too far several times. <laughs> There's no, he might go too far. He might go too far again. Uh, and that M80 would definitely, I think the Terry bomb, he's stuck in some pants, but fuck you up too. I don't know. That M80 definitely would be hospital or morgue territory. I mean, he throws it at his face. Like, <laughs> I like it with a band. He just, or Richie, who was that? He just swats it away. It was like, Mike. <laughs> Oh, well, that was the second... The first time he... Like, Mike, I know, he tries to throw one of them in his face, and he, like, barely misses it. 
But then, yeah, like when he tossed, when Ben just like hits it right back at him. <laughs> yeah, take that. Like a, yeah, like badminton. I think that's what he says. Like a badminton racket. Yeah. All it takes for Ben to get worked up is just to threaten Bev, and then he's invincible. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it was. So they were following Mike until someone farted. Oh, yeah, and he heard oh, yeah. them. Moose farted and Mike heard him. So that's what I wrote down. I was like, oh, the fart blew their cover. Which I thought was rather amusing, considering what was coming next. Tired. Uh, I like the fish that he saw when they were jumping rocks or jumping on the rocks. Richie, I think it was. Or Eddie. Eddie, yeah. He said they look like oversized goldfish with the great ugly jaws of groupers. Saw That's teeth protruded. Huh? Sounds like a catfish. Saw trees protruded between their thick lips, and like goldfish, they were orange. As orange as the fluffy pom poms you saw on the suits the clowns wore at the circus. Uh, There's another thing they mentioned later on as like orange, like the pom poms of a clown. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the next page or something. He's like, he didn't know what piranhas looked like, but he's pretty sure they didn't look like big goldfish with teeth. Uh, so I like that image. It almost makes you think of like fish with teeth, bright orange. <laughs> you can eat it when you're I done. I just can't believe one of the things I wrote down. I was like, after everything that they've seen, they're still they still want to play like make believe. <laughs> like, don't you have enough? Like, I, I don't know stuff or weird stuff going on in like... there to like remind you they are still 12 years old. Let's not forget. Yeah, you don't want to judge their actions as adults. You want to judge them as kids. So, and again, I think this whole section with the book, that photo album, could have been skipped. Personally, it was like the same thing him and him and Richie did over again. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a whole cook chapter. That's the way I see it. (laughs) Uh, it was enough to piss off the Pope. Uh, and it keeps going back and forth on this six and seven. Like now, there's six of them. One shy of the magic number. Seven is the magic number. Six will have to do because six is all they had. Like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, shouldn't we you go get? Huh? Have they said six will have to do in the book, or was that just in the movie? There's a part, and I don't know if it's before or after, where they talk about six is what they have. So we hoped it was enough. Yeah, that like when they're adults and they're like, oh, you know, we're one shy of seven, so we'll have to yeah. try and make up for stand up. That was at the restaurant. I think it was there was another time after. Yeah, whatever. If seven is so damn important, then they're screwed. There's nothing they can do. They might as well go. It's all Stan's fault. It always was. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and even oh, after like Stan sees the dead boys and hears everyone else talking, and the fact that he's still like, no, 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 after mm-hmm. the part, it's just like, what are you not understanding here? Right, it, it, it offended him. He didn't want it to fit in there. I love, the, I love the way you put that. It offended him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The clowns and the birds offended him. Incredibly, he said, "Come on, kid, open the gate. That's not fair." What's your idea of fair, Mike asked? Five against one? Yeah. Come on, man. 
And then Peter answers and goes, fair up. Like, I guess that means open the gate and make it even again. Huh. And then he starts cursing out of money, doesn't he? One thing I said is I'm like, Mike is so smart because not only is he on the run for his life, but while he's running, he's like planning how he's going to escape or what the easiest thing to do would be. Like, I can't imagine how much terror he feels, but still to be able to think clearly, like, I know it's fight or flight and he's making it work. <laughs> yeah. Well, to yeah, be able to think would have like rational thoughts. steps ahead. Ooh, yeah. Okay. What'd you say, Allie? Oh, just like Mike's ability to not only realize what's going on in the moment, but to think like three steps ahead of like, oh, okay, so like I have to pace myself because I don't want to right. exert myself too much because this is probably going to go on for a while. But then like, what's my next step going to be? How, where am I going to lead them? How am I going to trick them type of thing? Like, Yeah, I'm lucky if I know where I'm turning next. Yeah, he's a sharp kid. But I've, a few times I've actually been running, maybe not for my life, but for my freedom uh i yeah you're in the moment you're not you might be planning the as far as i could see me like planning is where can i hide where can i get to a safe place not i'm gonna do this 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 and that and then when they come here like yeah so yeah. much way ahead of me in that like uh, it's not funny day. but it almost reminds me of like wiley coyote <laughs> right genius wiley <laughs> coyote um after he tells Mike he killed his dog, Mike's mad because of the dog, and he starts thinking, but if there was a hot spark of fury in his chest that had nothing to do with his reasoning self, he could understand Henry chasing after him when he got the chance, but Mr. Chips, killing Mr. Chips, my dog wasn't a nigger, you cheap shit bastard. <laughs> Wait a minute. So if he was, it would have been okay to kill him, because that's kind of the implication, right? I think he's that's emotion speaking <laughs> yeah okay I read that I was like uh hold on no that just and, and also I mean it yeah no I think it's just okay like he's like he's like come for me fine but my dog what did my dog do to you <laughs> well that yeah that part yeah absolutely I agree with that but then he like follows that up with like, I thought it wasn't even like I don't know like it was okay to pick on him if he was black I don't think. I think he's <laughs> using Henry's stupid logic. <laughs> oh, that could be. Because that's definitely why Henry's messing with him. So, especially because the dog, like my dog, wasn't you bastard. <laughs> why did you kill him? <laughs> You're right, sick Cujo. <laughs> uh, I, I can. The, um, he talks about the history of the gravel pit for a paragraph. Uh. I, I could picture everything he was saying. It was very visual. With the, uh, like the diesels came and the electrics. After the coal was gone, a local contractor dug gravel, but he went bust. Since then, the pit had been deserted. A spur railroad line still ran in a loop up the pit and then back towards the switching yards. Tracks were dull with rust and ragweed grew up between the rotting ties. Same weeds grew in the pit itself, vying for space with golden rods and blah, blah, blah. Like I can picture that, like, grass strewn railroad tie going like through the back of an empty lot. Uh, maybe maybe it's just me because we used to play on a place like that when we were little. Although 
So Mike hit him first with the coal. Is that right? Is that how it started? Well, yeah, because he came up against the fence. All right. This is for my dog, you bastard. This is battery acid. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> you slime. Um. Oh yeah, and this is where he throws it at his face, the, the M80. After he starts throwing the coal at him, and then uh, he hung briefly by his hands and then dropped, rolling over twice. The scrubby ground sloped downward here, and perhaps it saved Mike Hanlon's eyesight or even his life. Henry had approached the fence and looped one of his four M80s over the top and went off with the crack. Yeah, who gave that guy M80s? Um. <sighs> It does say he had gotten too big too fast to be the quicker Agile, so he's a big dude. I don't know how big he is. Smaller than Moose. <laughs> uh, he was in a frenzy of pain and rage, and these lent him an ephemeral, unthinking, physical genius. Okay. And I don't really know what to make of that. So he was making all the right decisions by instinct because he was pissed off and hurt. Um, yeah, I, I imagine like a like a tiger or something, like a, I don't know, like a big animal. Like a tiger king? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, made, they just came out with like another series about that. Like, I mean, Season two is coming out. Uh, yeah, I think it came out, I think, or maybe it was a preview. I saw something on Netflix. It, I don't know if it's out yet, but I know it's coming. Yeah, I don't know what else there is to talk about. All the relationships, maybe, I don't know. Guess you gotta watch the final. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to. I watched the first uh, one. So I hope you understand. Uh, pain always blooms when people get hit in Stephen King books. Too. The pain bloomed like a rose. The blood bloomed like a rose. Pain bloomed in his ear. They do a lot of blooming in their uh, chinos and their shrieking laughter. Yeah, I just like how they described Henry on the fence too as. Uh, he hung there like a bloated, poisonous spider in human shape. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think I highlight that, yeah. Mm -hmm. A bloated spider, you say, huh? And human yeah. shape, you say. Maybe it was Pennywise and Henry. I mean, it sort of is. We, there's, we know that he's probably whispering in his ear behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's yeah. hearing voices, that's for sure. Uh, or at least he does later. I don't know about then. Yeah, Moose gets mad because he you got know hit what? behind. Maybe Pennywise is part of what's driving him insane because that, like, maybe he's not a kid really. He's too much of an adult, and so he can't handle it. <laughs> mm, maybe. It's the whole angle he didn't explore: the voices in Henry's head, and the way they talk to him. Mm -hmm. Not that the book needs to be longer. <laughs> All right. We could make another book for that one. Yeah. But it from Henry's point of view. Right. The Voices of Henry Bowers by Dr. Sam Lewis. You know what that is? It's uh, back from Halloween. Um, uh, yeah. I, basically, the kids beat the ass. I was reading this part actually at work and it just made me so happy because like obviously you know that Mike's going to get to them and then they're going to help him fight back and when that finally happens and he like comes out and sees them all standing there and they like they knew he was coming obviously so they're immediately like ready to fight and it's just like it feels so right and I was like yes like I was like cheering in my head like get him 
<laughs> yeah, as soon as they, as soon as they uh, heard, I think the first cherry bomb or the first M80, Bill was like, "Nope, get down, start getting rocks right now." Yep, yep. Like he, he knew what was that firecracker meant. I don't know how, but he knew that's for sure. I even and have he, goosebumps now thinking about it. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, bro. Fuck you, Henry. Like, like, and I knew going in how it went, but even if I didn't, I knew up, I was thinking up to this point, Henry isn't able to fight for shit, so I'm not really worried about him uh, messing anybody up too bad. Uh, but he has, like, uh, firecrackers. <laughs> well, that's true. And he has friends who are smarter than him. He should have threw, like, four of them at once, and then, then it was, rocks would have hit him because they would have been distracted. <laughs> so, yeah, Henry limps off, I guess. And actually, they all left him there, right? Didn't he? Didn't he? Or was that just in the movie where he turns around and talk to him and they're like gone? He's like, get um, him. Nobody there. Little, little of both. I think like Victor might still be there, like Victor and Belch, but it's Belch and Moose who are left. I think because I'm reading it right now. Belch he looks from the frantic ones of Belch and Moose. There was no help, no help at all. Moose turned away, embarrassed. Henry got to his feet. Yeah, I think I think it's just Belch and Moose at the end. Yeah, you're gonna wish you didn't cross Henry, kid. Belch said, "Come on, Moose." So yeah, I guess they Which were is like, kind of funny. Yeah, Victor is like, "No, nope, see ya." Hey, I mean, kind of feel bad for Victor. I feel like he had some qualities that may have been redeemed later in life. Yeah, no, you. I'm I feel sorry, like he was a smart one of that group. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, to be fair, I forget they're they're literally children. But I'm like, you're old enough to know that's not okay. <laughs> not if that's what, like, that, you almost don't in Henry's case, because that's all he knows. He gets his ass If anything, beat, I feel most badly, yeah, for Henry. Like, especially hearing about, like, his dad and how, like, it almost makes sense that violence and racism are the only, and hatred are the only ways that Henry feels accepted in this world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only uh, uh, what do you say? Emotions he uh, encounters. Hey, mm -hmm. you guys know anything about the Wheel of Time? Robert Jordan. I was like, uh, like as a concept, or <laughs> no? There's like 13 books. No. Uh, it's coming on Amazon Prime, so it's pretty awesome. I'm excited. So I don't know if you care, but it's it's like medieval kind of stuff. Uh, it's one of the authors I collect, so he, he's been, like, I think the 14th book his kid had to finish because he died. Uh, oh. So they're like, like he, he's like George Martin. He, he's not Stephen King where he writes a book every 12 seconds. So uh, his whole career was like those 14 books. That's all he ever wrote. Mm. Uh, Only 14? Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, right. 14 well. more <laughs> um, compared to Stephen King, that's a good year for him. <laughs> no, I don't know if you're interested, but I would recommend checking it out. It comes out the 19th. I just saw a trailer for it before uh, we started. I was like, you're watching a trailer in the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I could put the TV on mute. <laughs> I was watching it. I almost left it on. I think I want to finish the book before I watch the second one, because I'm now finally at the point where I... Remember I said I started rereading it years ago and I have gotten past that point. So now I'm like, it's like reading it again for the first time. Uh, yeah. Did we agree to do a, a watch party when this was all over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. 
to be long if we're doing them both. Well, also, <laughs> I wonder how much watching will be done and how much. No, wait a second. That's not what they did. They're supposed to say right. this. <laughs> right. Can you pause, pause that for a second? All right. <laughs> Uh, Bill saved his life. And of course, they go back to Nebo Street when they are ready to face it. I love... Of course. Uh, I think it's because they know that that's a center of evil. Yeah, isn't there like a stupid Morlock hole in the middle of the house or something that they climb into? Mm-hmm. Like, well, why is that even there? Why is there a, uh, uh, what do you call it, manhole sewer drain in the middle of someone's house? Like, what was that house before it became it? That's what I was about to say, yeah. I was like, well, I would imagine Pennywise probably put it there, but... Yeah, I mean, well, maybe he built the house, or built in quotes. Uh, he could have built the whole town, for all we know. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, he would have more power. I think he, they say at one point, like, is he scared of us or something? I think, for one reason or another, he's definitely scared of them, because you can't tell me he's uh, spending this much time and energy on every kid in Derry. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he can recognize the same way they can recognize that there's some other force that's also bringing them together to fight him. So he's trying to get ahead of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, like, how would they consistently be getting away from him type of thing? I think that's what he's wondering himself. Yeah, right. Like, what the hell, man? Yeah, he feels like Wiley E. Coyote. <laughs> Can't ever get the damn roadrunner. Uh, I love Stan's severed head in the book. Very interactive. I was picturing it from the first movie. They do a good job of that. <laughs> Did he talk that much in the movie? Yes. The okay. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I didn't remember it being that uh, animated or interactive. And again... It's not funny, but just the way that these, uh, like, the way that Pennywise says things, it is, I mean, I guess he is a clown, like, it's funny. <laughs> it's so Tim Curry-like, like, he's, he's such an iconic role. Yes. Like, you almost can't see anyone else doing it after he did it. <laughs> like, oh, when no, he when went... Skarsgård was good, though. What was? True. Different. Skarsgård. Uh, Very good. But I still see Tim Curry. I like Skarsgård. He's awesome. That whole family, like, owes their, like, career to Stephen King. Yeah. The other one is, uh, um, what is his name? Flag, right? Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, Norwegian, like, Alexander or something like that. He was phenomenal. I I loved his version. Yeah, he was a good flag. I wish, yeah, I wish we could have done, they would have done more with that whole thing. That should have been, like, a five-season TV show. (laughs) I agree. Um, did you see the stand, Allie? The new one? Uh, no. Streaming now on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, Thanks, I, re- I recorded every episode <laughs> and canceled my subscription. Um. All right. So now we're on to the book, the photo album. I'm not sure. One thing, real quick. I highlighted I don't know if he was thinking about it or not but it's uh for me it's on the next page like chapter 14 but on it starts the only thing that really remains is to finish going through it to complete the job of catching up of stapling past to present so that the strip of experience forms some half-assed kind of wheel 
Yes, Mike thinks tonight the job is to make the wheel. Tomorrow we can see if it still turns. Like, ah. Yeah, I like the way he says it. <laughs> well, it makes me right. think of uh, uh, the wheel. Oh my God. The wheel of time. I just said that. Well, no. God, what is it? What is the saying? Ka, From ka Dark is Tower. Ka, ka is, is a wheel. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's definitely ka overtones and all this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't want to leave her alley out too much. So we'll just, just I'll just agree and move on. <laughs> uh, if you say cause wheel one more fucking time, <laughs> take your fucking car and stick it up your ass. Um, I'm looking through to see if I highlight anything, but yeah, I think you're right. There's really nothing. This is basically like a repeat. There's a um, look at something in the beginning where they said I think it was the last chapter. Uh, broke his leg out for couldn't play football for the last six months of his senior year or something. I think that was Ooh. Moose. Uh, I, I don't remember who they're talking about, but it was earlier in this reading that happened to somebody. And damn, I wrote it down. It must have been way in the beginning. Oh. Um, it's that's that's the plot of Christine. Though I didn't, I don't remember what you said. Uh, in Christine, oh, there it is. Uh, he was a tailback his sophomore year. He was only kept from breaking the school's all time scoring record by a broken leg halfway through his senior season. In Christine, the main guy, well, the main guy's best friend breaks his leg halfway through his senior season. <laughs> and then, like, they start working on the car because he broke his leg and can't play football, and you know, the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool. No, it was. I don't. It's. I guess he must have known someone that broke his leg in high school because that character seems to crop up a lot. <laughs> I think I'll say about the book part. Not the only thing, but you know, um, they go on this existential rant. I guess I'd call it, where they're wondering how much Pennywise knows and how much he doesn't know, and like they're like, if he says. If he knows everything we're thinking, then or everything we're gonna do, then we're screwed. And then I'm sitting here going, the dude can read your thoughts as you think them and manifest something related to that. Yeah. But do you really think he doesn't know, like, what you're? That's planning? what I was thinking. It's like now you only realize this because you can see each other's worst fears. Like he he's still been able to see yours the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they see him as theirs, and it's not interesting when like they all see him at the same time and they all see different things I didn't realize that and then when Stan's head disappears you can hear the air rush up back in with a pop like yeah I like that too physically it occupied you know space and time it was matter for when it was there it wasn't like some uh, hallucination that thought was interesting I don't know what that means I guess that makes it much more terrifying well I mean just because there was a pop in the air like like there was blood all over the bathroom like it and how much of it actually is real and is not like that's the weird part well according to the book according to bill that's what it was or whoever eddie there was a pop like air rushing back into the vacated space right but they could have been an imaginary pop <laughs> i guess seems like a lot of work to go through for a <laughs> stage presence pretty sure he's got lots of resources a million years worth right imagine what the <laughs> looks like after that 
I don't know if it was lipstick or makeup, but it looked like blood. But this is where I first noticed he started um, saying, talking about his upside down smile and how it looks like a scream when it's turned upside down. Uh, and there's a part where Pennywise is in one of the pictures, I think, and he's like doing a handstand. And it says, his blood, uh, he had waved slowly back and forth, his bloody grin too red and too wide. The scream turned upside down. But there's another part where he's physically upside down. I've never, I never thought of an upside down smile as a scream. I guess if um, you like think of like the typical clown smile where it's like big white teeth and like open mouth, like it still doesn't really look like a scream, but it's less more like that than a regular smile <laughs> with the uh framed in the red lipstick or whatever yeah makeup uh still not sure why mike saw the burger and they're like hey have you seen anything he's like yep i saw the clown i know where you're going with this <laughs> it's been there done that well yeah, yeah he already confirmed her with his dad so inadvertently this is where he talks about it he told them something else. Uh, Stan's idea was that nobody else could have seen the bird before Mike told them that story. Something else, maybe, but not the bird, because the bird was Mike Hanlon's personal monster. But now, That's what I'm talking why, about. why that bird was the property of the whole Losers Club, wasn't it? Yeah, so they, it, it, he looks different for each one of them. But, but I don't think only... I realized. Go ahead. I'm sorry, no, I got you off. Um, that they could all see it at the same time and it would look like seven different things or I like I thought when it manifested that's the shape it was no matter who was looking at it so uh, the fact that they all see it at the same time as something different um, I don't know I don't know what that means other than that's much more terrifying he's powerful is what that means yeah yeah and it make you sit down and go alright we're fucked I mean but that's why it's funny to me that like I don't know that that's the part I was thinking of specifically where I'm like what so now that you know you can see each other's you think he can read your minds like how did you think he got the idea in the first place (laughs) that he can read minds yeah they watch them do it I know I'm saying because now Stan is like whoa Mike's bird is now our bird like right he can read all of our deepest fears. It's like, yeah, how do you think he knew that was Mike's fear? Oh, like you just figured that out? Yeah. Oh, 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 how did you know? Uh, I guess because he told him about the bird. Pennywise. You know about the bird. Has nobody <laughs> told you about the bird? Nothing. Bird is the word. My, it was my understanding that everybody had heard. Uh, okay, so white family, <laughs> a white family guy. Nobody knew what the hell I was talking about, apparently. I didn't know you were referencing something. <laughs> Lois, I thought everybody knew about the bird. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. It was my understanding that the bird was the word. You didn't have to. That's why I said, oh, okay, enough. <laughs> oh, I had to keep going. I couldn't stop. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Jimmy Cullen. Column. Do I have this right? Floats right past their hideout. It's like a, I think it said like ten something yards. Uh, I didn't picture the the 
barrens having water deep enough to be rolling a body down it or strong enough mm-hmm. for that matter. Bodies no Bill and Eddie apparently were right next to him and didn't even see him. Because Richie, Ben, and Mike were laughing and they had to see what was so funny. Uh, so yeah, I mean, basically they pulled Oh, it was in the Kenduskeg. Kenduskeg. Yeah. What about it? It's a river. Of course it's strong enough to... Right, but the thing they play at is very shallow, the way I picture it. In the way... Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's not next to the river. Like, the water has to get there. <laughs> well, that was my original question. Didn't it float right past where they play? I, I don't think like... it said right past. Um... Uh, well, I think they had walks like down from the clubhouse to get uh, branches or boards or something. I can't remember what they were getting. Um, but so that they were traveling from somewhere. Yeah, they were. When they passed it. It wasn't like right, like the clubhouse is not right next to the river. Jimmy Cullum had chino pants. He was the one. Water railed over Jimmy Combs' muddy chino pants. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So they're building the fort. I have this right. The fort's underground, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I was trying to picture this thing because I'm like, how do you have a window in an underground hole? Okay. I was going to say, why is he measuring a window for an underground fort? What are you going to look <laughs> yeah, at? I, worms in the dirt? I don't know. Well, maybe, I, if you, maybe if you believe in the window, it'll work. I thought of it less as a window and more of as like a skylight. But it, oh, is so is well, it on top? I guess maybe. But. I think it's on top. Yeah. Because remember, Richie is looking out of the window when he's in the smoke hole and he has his head. Oh, that's back. true. Glassless windows that would swing open and shut in two of the long boards. Maybe that is the roof access. Maybe that's exactly what that. Uh. Well, yeah, I didn't take it that way, but um, that makes a lot more sense than me wondering why the wall had a window in it. (laughs) Look at this pretty dirt. Yeah, Yeah. anybody want to go fishing? That's what I was picturing, yeah. Um, Um, I'll be right back. I have to go to the bathroom. And we get a little bit of history lesson with Mike's book, I guess, you would say. Uh... So 100 years, 1891, 1933, 1945, Pennywise is in every one of those pictures. Yeah. So that's a little creepy. Don't they say it looks like Bill or something at some point? Yeah. Fine. I thought it was weird. I like how... uh, so I can picture this photo album totally because I have an attic full of these where you have the picture and then you put the, the like cellophane cover over it to keep the picture there. Yeah. So I like how like Pennywise came running at the picture this time and he was like face and nose smashed up against the cellophane. Like yeah. that was the only thing. And that's when Stan's like, nope, 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 enough of that. And I'm closing it. <laughs> uh Stupid stand. Anybody got anything else on the uh, the photo album? Not really. Stan, uh, as Bill said, you saw it too. 
Sam's answer is, I didn't want to. Like, well, that, that ship is sailed, but it doesn't matter if you wanted to. And that's what I said. I was like, well, Stan sucks from the beginning. Like, no wonder they didn't kill it for good, because Stan wasn't even all in. Yeah. He was only sort of there. We need to, like, make a new it with only six people. I don't like Stan. I <laughs> <laughs> have to talk to him about that. Uh, beep, beep, Stan said, and they all laughed. There was hysterical screaming laughter. Go figure. I ever scream when I laugh. I think I might end up in the hospital. <laughs> or insane asylum. Uh, I like how I think, like I, I said it before, I think Stephen King has a problem with getting old in this book because uh, he has a lot of things like that. You don't stop being a kid all at once with an explosive bang. The kid in you just leaked out like the air of a tire, and one day you looked in a mirror and there was a grown up looking back at you. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. That crap, where'd you go? Oh, I thought you heard me. I said I had to go to the bathroom. Well, I didn't. But doesn't mean you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh so all right then um we had another screaming shrieking hysterical laughter did you hear that one um so did you hear me talking about stan i haven't gone for the last two minutes so i don't think I so stan bill's telling stan how he saw the the, uh, the whatever the hell it was um he's like what did he see? The boys, I guess. The dead boys. Be like, you saw it too. And Stan's answer is, I didn't want to. Well, it doesn't matter if you wanted to. You saw it. So, like, when I said Stan, or what I wrote down was that Stan sucks from the very beginning of it. Like, he wasn't all in. He didn't really fully believe. Like, no wonder it didn't die the first time because they didn't have their seven. They had like six and two thirds. Yeah, but it's not like they decided the seven, so that's the turtle's fault. All right. Yeah, the turtle should have swooped in there and helped them out. <laughs> Not every day you get a flying turtle coming to your rescue. <laughs> Using his friends, risking their lives to settle the score for his dead brother. It's an interesting take. I don't know if I could expect anybody to do that. Yeah. His resolve is still strong, but it was a bitter resolve. Right? Isn't his brother's dead. Wouldn't it always be better? Uh, okay. And I think it's is it Richie? Talk about you. Stop. You don't stop being a kid right away. And the, like the mysterious energy that they had as kids, it's been gone. And uh, now that they're back together, the energy's coming back. Yeah. No, it's not in a liquor bottle. But they all were drinking. Curiously enough, I don't know what that means. Other than Stephen King drank a lot. <laughs> uh, that's what like I that he he mentions he had done cocaine nine or ten times over the last couple of years. <laughs> Coke wasn't, wasn't something you wanted just lying around your house. <laughs> yeah, I did it nine or ten times. It wasn't my thing. Uh, okay, <laughs> seems like you could have figured that out after one or two. Maybe it's an extensive study. Uh, so then Mike. And uh, Richie are the only go in the smoke hole, which seems like an easy way to get lung cancer in the next 10 minutes. Yeah, that I understand that there's like you know the turtle in play here, but I'm like, objectively, this makes absolutely no sense. Like, 
what how did they even think to get this idea in the first place and why would you think oh we don't know what to do let's go see if we can have a vision <laughs> right i guess because you're sure. children what could possibly go wrong <laughs> and then when they're like bill's like no someone's got to be outside and then all the matches are blue he's like well you know not... if, we die, if we die we die it's not our problem anymore like, I still don't want that to happen. I mean, I kind of understand that because I that was something I wrote down too. I was like, this intervention finally seems like good magic. So maybe you all should go down there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the end, you almost have to when they were all blue. So somebody did something to make them all go down there. I don't see why. I don't know why they all had to go down there. What was the point? That was my thought too. I'm like, wait, so if they're all just going to leave, what, why did they have to go down there? I like Beverly. She's like, great. I made that big stink over nothing because I got the burned out match anyway. And then, then it wasn't <laughs> burned out. She was almost like, oh, thank God. Uh, Why did she go? She should have gone first. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they go back to like a million years ago. And they see the and coming of the spaceship that wasn't a spaceship. I don't really know what he's trying to say there. Like a meteor. You no, know? it wasn't a meteor either. Some yeah, kind of organic I, thing that came out of the sky, I guess, is what he means. I, uh, didn't quite get that, but uh, I'm also not. I mean, maybe yeah, we're not at the end of the story yet, but I'm like, what did they learn? I guess that it's ancient and like you're not going to be able to kill it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. They went through this whole smoke hole vision nonsense to find out that it's been here for a long time. Was that really yeah. the trade off? It's like to find out that it's been here for a long time and it's not human, but like they already knew that. So, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it just made it worse. Like, Stan's about to kill himself now. Like, oh, great. It's been here a million years and we think we can kill it. That's what I'm saying. Like, all you learned is that you have no chance now. <laughs> right. You have even less of a chance than you thought you had. <laughs> uh, but somehow then they come. Oh, wait. Well, we don't learn that until next section. Never mind. Because then they come out with the plan of the silver balls. Right. Bullets won't work. I think they talk about that a little bit in this one. Oh, they talk about, they do the Stephen King thing where they're like, they have a plan, but we're not telling you yet. You have to read like 20 more pages to find out what it is. Yeah. Or how the turtle's been referenced like 10 times and yet nobody, if you haven't read this, you're like, who, what is it? What does the turtle have to do with anything? Right. Does somebody have a, does somebody have a pet turtle? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yeah, it's like throughout the book, there's been several mentions of turtles and spiders, and yet that means nothing until the very end. <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, why you have to read it more than once, I guess. Yeah. I, I think we were talking about that, maybe, but like that it definitely leads to rereads because there's so much you just can't pick up on the first time because so much of his writing is foreshadowing. A lot of this book is, if they hadn't have done this, this wouldn't have happened, but they did, so read on. <laughs> like, yeah. Every chapter I think ends that way. That had, last night I was reading and, and one of them was like that. If the only he hadn't uh, some can't remember what it was. Oh, he loves doing that nonsense. But God damn it, I'm gonna read it anyway. Just tell me. <laughs> Who's that trip trapping upon my bridge? I had can't show it yep. up again. Yep. yep. I did not Ali until you said that. I never remembered that or noticed that and now it's everywhere. Yeah. I didn't understand that that was where this book came from. I mean, I was going to say basically, but no, that, that idea of the trolls under the bridge is where it came from. Go it's ahead. such a, a 
such a unique like representation you know abstract almost like how can people say that he's not a literary genius <laughs> he's an imagine imagination genius i don't know what the yeah. word not, not imaginary but imagination uh, <laughs> he's imaginary he's, i'm pretty sure he's real shit that comes out of his head wow like when he's bill and he's talking about you have to try to frantically write it down before you forget it and get it all on paper <laughs> Uh, so Richie starts is it Richie or Mike starts noticing that Bill doesn't always stutter and I had to go back and read the paragraph before because he's like you don't always do it you don't even know it so Bill had a whole thing where yeah he's pretending he's a cop which seems weird but uh, and he didn't stutter at all so I guess what makes him stutter so when he's having fun he doesn't stutter is it was that the simple answer I mean I definitely think it's it's when he's not anxiety himself. related, or that too. Would you say, Abby? I do. I, I agree. It, anxiety definitely makes it worse. Um, but when he's not himself, because at the beginning of the book too, when he was imitating Henry Bowers, he didn't study, stutter at all. And now when he's imitating the cop, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So when he's pretending to be anything or anyone other than himself. Yeah, I think Richie says that. He says, maybe you should do the voices. Or you should be the one doing yeah, the voices. Yeah, he does, yeah. Because when, yeah, every time he does a voice, it doesn't stutter. Yep. And he also, he I mean, it's obviously not a secret that it's tied to Derry, but, like, he didn't stutter when he was away from Derry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, or t- yeah, I should I mean, say maybe tied to his childhood, but... In a more direct way, I'd say Derry makes him stutter. So when he forgot about Derry, he stopped stuttering. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's... Yeah. Nobody's surprised by that. Or that he started stuttering again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Richie that puts his glasses was... on. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Did they have tape on him? <laughs> um... Oh yeah, so they're about to do the smoke hole. I thought they already covered the smoke hole. The other thing uh, about the smoke hole, I was like not really understanding the logistics of that because I'm like, wait a second, don't people die? I mean, they mentioned that in the book, but people die from smoke inhalation all the time. So I went to look it up, like how did Indians do this to get vision? And I found out that it wasn't really a thing. Like the only thing I can find about smoke holes is that they're like the top of the teepees to let the smoke out. And I was like, okay, what about visions? And the only stuff that would come up was Stephen King related to it. I'm like, okay, I shouldn't be surprised, but he just made that up. <laughs> Where the fuck does he get off just making shit up? Oh, uh, I, for some we, reason, I feel like he took the idea of sweat lodges and turned it into uh, like a vision smoke hole thing. Like maybe he went to a sauna and poured some water on the hot rocks and it steamed up and it's like, hmm. Yeah, but wouldn't, I mean, so then my, the original reason why I looked that up is that like when you die, <laughs> if you're you just die. sitting in a room of smoke, <laughs> I was thinking that as well. Uh, I think you would. I mean, if there's just an Indian ritual, I think the one that didn't die is the one that wins. Nobody walks out of there. <laughs> like as soon as I started coughing, I'd be like, "I'm out." See you. Well, in a way, yeah. No, it's just regular smoke. I was like, "Well, wouldn't the coughing make the vision better?" But I'm like, wait, no, it's like fire <laughs> just so you know you're not gonna have a vision and you're gonna die yeah, yeah. uh if there's a simpson 
where like every these people are like no is it family guy it's the family guy where they they all turn into mutants and like adam west rolls himself into toxic waste and he's like yeah. oh what were you thinking now you have six tumors and you're gonna die <laughs> you're like well what's my superpower yeah yeah um yeah so they're back in a million bc they're about to see the coming of it um uh the animals start running past them um one thing i know yep sorry microphone so um if the animals are running something really bad is coming and i'm running with them yeah what i'll run i'm not waiting to see what they're running from i'm getting the hell out of there I don't have to be at the front of the pack, but as long as I'm not at the back. <laughs> um, Richie kept asking Mike, uh, do you know where we are? You got the word? Did you get the word? He said that several times. I don't know what that means. What's the word? Besides bird. The bird is the word? <laughs> <laughs> I do know that the bird is the word. Um, it's my understanding that everybody... There seems to be a uh, piece missing about it. Wait, seems to be an article missing about a certain ornithological piece. Like <laughs> no, Peter, don't. Or no, yeah. like, no, Brian, don't. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> Brian, don't. Or Brian, no. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that, Allie? I guess not. Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I I don't think I've seen the entire episode attached to it, but I it's definitely I've seen the clip where he's just like a bird, 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 bird is the bird. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the Jesus one. Jesus comes back and uh, he works in a record store. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And he, uh, he's like, oh my God, Jesus and his friend Peter, yeah. Because <laughs> Jesus like gets famous when he comes back and he like disses Peter and then he calls him to bail him out of jail. Anyway, uh, enough tangents. I think. Um, like, so yeah, I didn't know what the word meant. Did you get the word? I, didn't... I was trying to find know. that. Part real quick. For me, it's uh, oh, well, there's just no right, yeah, I, I got context to it. Well, I do understand that, like, I guess this part is probably supposed to be kind of abstract because it's like their vision, and then you find out they're kind of teleporting or going back in time more rather than teleporting. That, but, yes, yeah. I was just gonna say, yeah, it, I. I kind of read it a few times and I'm still I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to say here. I don't got the word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unless, the only thing I can think is if because If he just said then, bird is the word, that would have been awesome. Right <laughs> after that. You know, like how it has world in quotes, like maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to say world. It's coming out word. It seems like much in control of this vision for... Oh, well, and whatever. then they switch to thinking. Like, it goes from talking out loud to them thinking to each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a million years in the past, I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it, if I had to guess, I would say it has to do something with that. With them. He's like, are you ready? Basically, like, you ready to go? <laughs> yeah. Did you find out here why we're we here? I, that's how yeah. I did it. Did you find out what we're doing here? And ex- Mike's Wait, uh, Richie was in an ecstasy of terror because it was there. Yeah, because they kind of, of like, terror. he looks at him and he's like, 
you want to say all right? He's like, all right. You want to take out the word? He's like, I got it. I'm like, all right. And then they both start floating. So it's like, here we go. <laughs> I love that. That's the, the float is so apt. Miles, he yeah. tilted his head back and looked at the smoke hole. So white and wee, it was farther up now. Miles up, Venusian skylight. It was happening. He began to float. I love it. Come on, then. So, like, I first remember, we were disappointed. We were like, "That's it. That's it for the floating." And everybody yes. talks about that one sentence in the beginning. Like, actually, no. He he keeps it going. It's a theme. <laughs> Definitely, it's like uh, the past is obdurate. <laughs> no, that wasn't even a theme so much as a problem. <laughs> yeah, that was a deuces machina. Like, I don't know, man. The past is obdurate. It's not even. Sorry, we don't have to get into this right now. But I'm like, you don't have to use that word on every single page of the book. Right? Somebody like <laughs> fucking Owen bought him a word in a day calendar or something. Yeah. Um, the Richie makes it out. I mean, we're. <laughs> Mike says, for a white boy, you did pretty good. One time, Richie didn't know what to say. Uh, oh, here it is. It came from outside. I got that feeling. From outside. Outside where? Outside everything. And when it came down, it made the biggest damn hole you ever saw in your life. Uh, so, yeah. As they're figuring out that they're screwed... It was here then, sleeping maybe, waiting for the ice to melt. Everybody see the thing? Oh, uh, hold on now. It's the last page of the chapter. What did you say? Did anybody see the thing in the movie? Waiting for oh, the, the ice thing. to melt to, for the monster to come out of the ice? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Have you have you seen a prequel, uh, Amber? Have we watched yes, that? Yes, I have. I don't think we've watched it, but I've seen it. Branch out of message. No, I know. <laughs> Before humans showed up. What it is, is like hatred and fear from... So what did it eat for the first 990,000 years? How well, I mean, it didn't... If it was it sleeping, though. It, I mean, essentially, like... <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't it need to eat as much. I mean, nobody when, said when he only eats off of humans. <laughs> oh, maybe they did. Maybe they I don't didn't. know how much... Hatred and fear animals can have. It was like a snake that sure. to eat every 10,000 years. Or, well, it was 27 years at some point, but I don't know when that started. Well, that's, what, well, that's not what I was saying. I was just saying it, maybe he was feeding off of animals before humans were here. I mean, animals yeah. would definitely have fear because they would be, like, you know, trying to of their life. Yeah. My cat, my cat lives in a ball of fear. Um, yeah, yes, she does. <laughs> what was that? Especially when a giant monster like us comes around. Yeah, well, she she shows up for you, not so much for you. Uh, One twenty-nine. Okay, I'm supposed to be able to bookmark this shit to go right back to the. Right, right. Um, that's the end of it. Uh, anybody got anything? Uh, 
No, I don't think so. It's a shame. No. I'm excited for the next chapter, actually, because that was my favorite of these four. Like, you learn a lot. And I think I, I was I was very proud of Eddie, so I can't wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, my bad. I didn't realize, and I didn't definitely didn't read it, so. No, it's uh, not your fault. I'm just saying okay. I, I'm excited. Well, we'll get a good one next time. So next time, we're going to cover Eddie's bad break. The rest of the chapter, the rest of part four, and the interlude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, interlude. Oh yeah. So that. Yeah, that's not bad. That's like 150. For me, well, for me, for you guys, it's a little less. You guys, yes. it's. Ooh, Patrick Hawkstetter's coming. I don't remember what the bullseye is. Uh, oh, we learn, you learn a little bit. Not really anything. You just learn that horrible things happen to him. <laughs> that's, that's the silver slingshot. Yeah. No, I never remember it. Yeah, I'm excited for Patrick Hopster too. I remember that being really awful. <laughs> uh, okay, what is this? Twenty? Let's say twenty-two. End of episode twenty-two. Uh, okay, cool. See you in two weeks. Everybody, say bye. 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 <laughs>